Okay. So get comfortable. And you can do this. The body meditation is one of those meditations you can also do lying down. I mean, you can do any meditation lying down, but it is one of those meditation that lends itself. If you're comfortable, you can lean back and relax and get in touch with the body. You can also do it sitting. It can also be combined with walking meditation, though that would be a little more complex for what we got going tonight. Okay, let's get settled. Get our little bell here. Okay, here we are, embodied beings sitting. Take a long, slow, deep breath in, in through the nose and out through the mouth, relaxing the body as the breath leaves. Let's take a minute to remind ourselves that the body is so much earth element, solid, dense. Bring awareness to the solidity of the body, density of the muscles, the weight of the head as it's held up by the neck and the spine, the weight of the arms off the shoulders hanging down, Notice where the body makes contact with the environment. That pressure is weight plus gravity. Physical body in a physical world. Embodied beings sitting, breathing. And bring your awareness to breathing for a minute. But in this moment, I would invite you to really feel the rising and contracting of the muscles and the lungs. Feel the physicality of breathing. It is a physical act, earth element. The vacuum is created, filling the lungs with air. The contraction of the abdomen and the stomach. Bring awareness into direct contact with the real physicality of breathing, earth element. Let's bring our awareness to the top of the head. And we're going to begin to remind ourselves of all these individual parts of the body, the conditions that make up what we call the body or the self, the physical self.
bring awareness to the top of the head. And I want you to picture your hair. If you can, if your hair is long enough and you can actually feel it, bring awareness to the sensation of contact where hair touches face, touches body. Now, of course, if you're like me and there's not very much hair, you can use a visualization where you remember what it feels like. The visualization is really what matters, that we're looking at an object, a part of the body that we call hair, hair of the head. And I want you to get in touch with the identity you have around your hair. The easiest way to do that is to get in touch with how you like it. What length of hair do you like? What style? What color? What about texture? Do you like to condition it? Do you like to brush it or comb it, style it in some particular way? Be mindful of that identity, that craving for it to be a certain way. If you had to leave the digital Dharma hall, go out and see friends or go to work, how would you want your hair to be? What identity would you be attached to? and really bring that visualization into being, keeping awareness in contact with that part of the body, but really imagine yourself brushing your hair or perhaps washing your hair, tending to it the way you like, creating yourself into that image. I have this kind of hair I like it when it looks and feels like this. Desire, craving, identity, attachment. With that image in mind, that emotional sensation in mind, you might ask yourself, am I my hair? Is this hair really me? Is this hair really me? Is this hair permanent? Is this hair self? The flip side of this meditation is to get in touch with aversion. Imagine the hair in a way that you dislike when it's not in alignment with your preferred identity. Your hair changes color, perhaps gets brittle and gray. 
Perhaps there is hair loss. Impermanent changing phenomenon that is not self. Bring that into awareness. Feel the difference in emotional state when you imagine it in a way that's not in alignment with how you'd like. It's not the right color. It's messy. It doesn't feel the way you'd like. There's not enough of it. The style isn't working for you. Aversion, discontent. Notice if there's any desire or grasping you can feel between the preferred hair and the hairstyle or hair situation, if you will, that breeds discontent. Notice the sense of self that arises if you imagine or visualize your hair as it ages, as it changes, as it falls out. The truth of impermanent changing phenomenon, not self. And here is another way to look at your identity. Imagine for a moment the hair on your head, your hair. And you're going to leave for a meeting, some social circumstance, and you need your hair to look a certain way. Notice that attachment or just that mild desire of how you like it to be. And then imagine some of your hair that has fallen out and is sitting on the counter. Look at that hair. Perhaps you'd pick it up. Do you care as much about that hair that has fallen out? Are you worried about how it looks? Are you concerned about how other people would see it? Notice the change in relationship. Hair on the head, attachment to it being a certain way. Pieces of hair that have fallen out or on the hairbrush. How much attachment do we have there? Is this hair self? Is this hair I, me, mine? Another example, you're sitting at your desk and you notice a couple strands of hair on your desk or keyboard. They're your hair, your strands, so you might pick them up and brush them away. You might throw them away. Notice the relationship to your hair. You recognize it as yours. 
Now compare that sensation to this. You're sitting at your desk and you notice several strands of hair that are not yours. Perhaps a total stranger. Notice your reaction. Positive, negative, neutral. Hair, it's still hair, but it's not yours. Different relationship. More than likely, there's no care in the world about somebody else's hair, though you might have some aversion that it's not yours, but a different relationship. Change in identity. Change in identity. Non-attachment. Am I my hair? Is this hair permanent? Is this hair I, me, or mine? Let's move awareness to another part of the body. Fingernails, fingernails and toenails. Bring awareness to your hands and or feet, the tips of the toes and the tips of the fingers to the degree that it's possible to rest awareness there. You might take a second or two to take the fingernails of one hand and just gently tap them against the fingernails of the other hand. Maybe scrape them a little bit, tapping, touching, moving. Nails touching nails, feel that solidity, that pressure, that earth element. When you feel that element, the touching of nail to nail, what is the emotional reaction? Are these nails really me? Are they I, me, mine? Am I my fingernails? And then you might take the fingernails of one hand and just gently touch them to your arm, feeling the sharpness, the curveness of nails, the sensation, the contact. So many sensations of physically embodied being. Nails, am I my nails? Now imagine this. Think of your fingernails or toenails, 
an identity that you have around them. How do you like them to be cut? How do you like them to be decorated? Trimmed a certain way, a certain length, certain color, nails, craving, attachment and desire. My nails look this way. How long or short do your nails have to be before you get an aversive response? Like, oh, they need to be longer, they need to be shorter. What aversion arises when you can't decorate them the way you'd like? Imagine your fingernails and the identity you have with them them to be a certain way, your fingernails. And then we remind ourselves of our counterpoint, the aversion. What happens when they're brittle? They're uneven. Perhaps you get an ingrown hail, nail that hurts, pain. Nails can have fungus. They can get infected, dukkha, impermanent, these nails. Not always how we would like them to be. Maybe you find your nails attractive one moment, but unattractive the next. Feel the difference in identity. Am I my fingernails? Am I my toenails? Our toenails self? Our toenails self. Now imagine your toenails or fingernails as they are on the body and how that feels. We all have that moment where we think, oh, my nails are getting a little long. I should probably cut them. That moment where we're like, this is not good enough. My identity is out of sorts. And then we make that effort to bring identity back because we have an attachment to the way we think it should be, the way it should look or feel. Attachment, that part of the body. Now what if your relationship with your fingernails changes? Imagine you have some nail clippings on the counter. Imagine those nail clippings in your hand. 
What is the difference between the nail clippings and the nails on your fingers? Not as much attachment, I would presume. Different relationship. But still, nails. Different context means different identity. Am I these nail clippings? Are these nail clippings self? Notice the difference. Imagine once again you're sitting at your desk, perhaps at a table, and you notice a nail clipping and you realize it's your nail, so you pick it up. What is the emotional response? Maybe you're not a big fan of nail clippings, so maybe there's aversion, or maybe because you know it's yours, no response neutral. Now imagine you're sitting at that same desk and you find some toenail clippings, but this time they are not yours. Notice the emotional response. Nails. Still nails, but slightly different context. Are you attached to those nails? Do you respond the same? Does the same self arise, the same identity? Probably not. Am I my nails? Are these nails permanent? Are these nails I, me, or mine? Now we will move to the face again, if you will. Bring awareness into the face. And specifically, bring awareness into the mouth. Last week I invited you to notice moisture, water element, heat, the fire element. Notice warmth or moisture in the mouth. It can help to move the tongue around a little bit. Helps to be able to notice heat and moisture that way. And then take a second to make contact with the teeth, tongue against teeth. And maybe outline them front and back with, teeth, with your tongue so you really feel the hardness of those bones in your mouth, the earth element. You might also click them together lightly, 
Just reminding yourself that they are solid, hard bone. Just another part of the body, teeth. you to imagine your preference for those teeth, those bones. We brush our teeth, we clean our teeth, we straighten our teeth, we whiten our teeth. There is identity wrapped up in those little bones. What attachment do you have to teeth? How do you like them to look when you smile at another person? Feel that craving for them to be a particular way. Imagine someone else is looking at your teeth. How do you feel? Quite a bit of concern we have at times around teeth. Am I my teeth? Again, you might do the opposite and imagine teeth not doing so well. Perhaps they are filled with cavities and painful. Perhaps gums recede. Perhaps your teeth become chipped. Perhaps a tooth falls out. Notice the change in identity, the emotion. Imagine if one of those front teeth, one of our big teeth falls out, perhaps two or three How attached are you to how you look? If that is your new set of teeth. Notice any aversion that arises. That preference for teeth, those bones to be a particular way. For the meaning to be a particular way. What would it mean for you to have missing teeth? Identity. Am I these teeth? Are these teeth self? Notice the attachment to having them in a particular way. Identity making, I making, my making.
One last visualization. We spend our mornings and evenings oftentimes brushing teeth, caring for them with this attachment. But then imagine that you have to have a tooth pulled. And the dentist hands you that tooth and you put it in your hand. How much do you care about that tooth now? Notice the difference in attachment, the difference in identity. It's still your tooth, is it not? Or was it ever your tooth? I, me, mine, teeth, earth element. as we come to a close, take another long, slow, deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth, really feeling embodied being, nails, hair, teeth, physical being, embodied beings breathing. I making and my making. So the body, physicality, you can take any part of the body, that's just a few of them, but I would invite you every so often when you're sitting to just grab a part of the body and make that your object, even if you're doing breath meditation. Take a few minutes to be aware of teeth. Take a few minutes to be aware of moisture, heat. You can always incorporate, the body is always there during the meditation, so body part meditation can always be done. It is not something that is far away from experience. 